Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. I want to talk today about the greatest gift. I thought uh, coming into Christmas, this is like our Christmas sort of celebration service. So let's talk about um, the, the act of giving and um, the greatest gift. And I'm wondering, like, what the greatest gift you've ever been given is. So who here today, who's got an idea? What's the greatest gift you've ever been given? Lucy, what's your greatest gift? Parents. Parents. Whoa. And it only cost me $200. (laughs) I don't know if I can preach after that. I think we're done. Jack, what's your greatest gift? (laughs) And not us for sure, right? (laughs) You could just go, Dad. Yeah, Dad, yeah. Anyone else? Who's who's got, like, the greatest? Joey, what, what is the greatest gift you've ever been given? I mean, from the time you were born right through to now, that's the greatest gift? What's the one that you were like the most excited about? I should probably ask your mum, she'll probably know better. No, okay. Let's go back to Joe and make it awkward. The guitar, really? Yeah? What about you, Ange? Greatest gift? Being a mum. What about if it was like a, a material gift, like a present? Yeah, not, not just being a mum, but something someone's... Food. food. Yes. Actually, now that I think about it, I think since I've met your family, the amount of food they have given me has been the greatest gift. I remember when I was a kid getting... Um, who knows He-Man? He-Man, right? Adrian, you'd know He-Man, right? I feel like we, we connect on that. Well, I used to be a major He-Man sort of buff kind of guy. I liked watching He-Man as a kid. It was my thing. And there was, um, there, was, uh, there was this castle that came out one year. I don't know how old I was, maybe six or seven. And there was this castle that was Skeletor's Castle. Skeletor's Castle. Now, Skeletor's Castle was, I mean, the pinnacle of He-Man toys when it came out. That and Battle Cat. If you had Battle Cat, you were doing well. But uh, he, Skeletor's Castle, what made Skeletor's Castle so interesting is that it had one of these. It had a microphone. And I, 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 I was not a public speaker, but, but, but I, when I got behind that microphone on Skeletor's Castle, I tell you, it was pretty exceptional in that bedroom all by myself <laughs> with the door closed and mum telling me to be quiet because the dogs howled better than I sang. But the reality was, it was my favourite gift. I was so excited to receive that gift. It was just like the best thing in the world. And, and, you know, we've all had those gifts, right? We've always had, every every one of us has had something that we've wanted so much that as a kid or, or maybe when we got a bit older, that when we got it, we were so excited for it. But here's the thing about Skeletor's Castle. One, I outgrew it. I don't play with it anymore. Believe it or not, I don't play with Skeletor's Castle anymore. But two, it broke. It didn't last. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how, you know, that Christmas is, is centred around this idea of gift giving. 
And there's good reason for that. There's good reason why Christmas is centred around that because, because the reality is the actual meaning of Christmas was found and discovered in a gift. The true meaning of Christmas was discovered in a gift. God gave Jesus to the world. The Bible tells us in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world, He gave us His Son. So God wrapped Jesus up in human flesh and delivered him to the earth as a gift for us. And it was the greatest gift we could ever, ever, ever expect to get or be given. See, because giving shows gratitude. So when it comes to Christmas, we, we, we have the gifts and we have all the celebrations and the act of giving is probably one of the greatest experiences you have at Christmas time. I know, like, you know, the media sells it as getting. You know, what, what do your kids want? How do they want it? What are they getting? Kids are like, I want this, I want that, I want all these things. But the greatest thing we could teach our children is that it's better to give than to receive. It's better to give than to receive. Although as a child, it's hard to understand, but we as parents need to teach them that yes, Christmas is about receiving gifts, but it's also about giving of gifts. And the giving of gifts outweigh the benefits of receiving gifts because there's something you find in the act of giving that you can't receive when you've been given something to you. It's got to come from you. And there's a, there's a, there's a real blessing in giving. And so Christmas is about this act of giving. Why don't we just look to the screen? I've got a little video. <laughs> just a little video. That really sums it up pretty well, I think, um, about the whole idea of how Christmas is centred around giving. Christmas is centred on purpose by God around giving. That giving is the greatest expression of Christmas. Because why? Because God gave us his son. So Christmas started with an act of giving. In Acts 20. 35, it says that it's better to give than to receive. Because once we are given something, we then have an obligation in God to pay it forward. We then have an obligation in God to take what he has given us in Christ and share it with others and to give it to others. That is what it's all about, um, is this, this idea of not just receiving from God, but giving to others what God has given us. So God has given us salvation. So we then go and share that and lead other people to salvation. Let's read some scripture and then we'll, um, I'll just touch on a few things and we'll, we'll see how we go. So in, um, in Matthew... Chapter 2, verse 1, says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, the Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star, and when it rose and have come to worship him. When, the king, when king Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had <clears throat> called together all the people, people's chiefs, uh, chief priests and teachers of the law. He asked them, "Where's the Messiah was to be? Where the Messiah was to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea." They replied, "For this is what the prophet has written." But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. And he went 
he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. For the child. As, soon as, they, uh, as soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with the mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with a gift or with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back the way, they, they end up going, another, going back a different way. So we see this, we see two things here that really stood out to me. The first thing was the star. I love the idea of the star in this story. I started to think about, you know, the star, what the star could represent and how, you know, these, 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 these Magi saw the star and they followed a star. And I started to think about how we possibly are the ones that really represent that star. It represents who we are, that our job as Christians is to lead people to Christ, is to lead them and, and guide them to a place where God is. And so, Jesus getting windy out there, isn't it? And so I was thinking about that whole idea, and then the Bible tells us that, sorry, I'm just trying to find where, that you are the light of the world, that a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine among men. Why? Because we are those stars. We are the ones that God has appointed to, to, to lead people to Christ, to take people in a, on a journey to, of discovery in Jesus. And, and, and so God has given us a gift of his son and we are to lead people to that gift as well. And this is what I love about this, this whole verse is this, this journey that the Magi were on of discovery of like they'd heard about this Messiah, they'd heard about this child that was going to be born. They, they obviously, uh, you know, would read the stars because they understood the stars, they looked to the heavens, so they had an understanding of the stars. Maybe they used the stars to find their way, I don't know, but, but they, they discovered this star that they followed and they, they followed this star and it led them to a place where Jesus was. And when they came into that place, their first expression was to worship, which worship is a gift. To worship God, give him the gift of worship. And then it says that they opened uh, and gave, what did it say? It says that they, then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. I love that Christmas is summed up in this act of giving. I love that giving is, is, is centre in all that happened when Christ came to the earth, that, that, that God gave so that we could give. So God gave Christ and, and the Magi came and they discovered Jesus and then their first expression was then to extend that giving back to him. And they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. They, these things were not cheap. These things were not secondhand. This was valuable to them. And it's not about going out and buying expensive presents. That's not what I'm saying because the reality is, you know, there's lots of things you could buy people, but the greatest gift we can give people is the gift that cost God the most. The ultimate gift, the greatest gift was the gift of Jesus Christ. We are those stars. 
We are the star that leads people to discover who Christ is. We are to lead people, people that will follow you as you shine your light for Jesus. As you shine your light, people will follow you into a connection with him because that is how God has made it. That is how God has designed us. He has come into our life, cleaned our lives up and made us shine with glory so that that glory can reflect him into people's worlds. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.